Aloha. Welcome to the Mr. G podcast. I am Gregory Brandt, aka Mr. G. Today is Sunday, June 4th, 2023. It's about 7.30 a.m. here in Hawaii. Aloha for me and all my street kitties. Today's podcast is episode 20, and we're going to be talking about the University of Texas, famous people that went to the University of Texas. A few podcasts ago, I spoke about a bachelor's of journalism, aka a BJ, and how it's actually really rare. Most people that receive a bachelor's degree, it's either a bachelor's of arts, a BA, or a bachelor's of science, a BS. Very rare and very few schools across the world are highly accredited enough in journalism to give BJs bachelor's of journalism. So we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to talk about the top most 100 notable people that have went to the University of Texas. And um, why are we doing this? Well, it's not just for the hell of it. I went to the University of Texas. I spent about 10 years living in Austin. I spent 10 years almost living in Austin around the University of Texas before I even set foot in a classroom, maybe about four or five years around the University of Texas before I actually became a student there. And I went to their prestigious journalism school where they give BJs, bachelors of journalism. Once again, uh, the majority of schools in the United States are not accredited enough to give bachelors of journalism. We'll go over the schools in today's episode. Um, Many people, some people don't want to hear this and you don't have to listen to this. If you're hate watching this, if the last thing you want to hear is about education or about universities or about schools, or if you don't want to hear about Mr. G's education in particular, you don't want to hear about Mr. G's schooling, then you shouldn't be listening to me at all because that's what we're going to be talking about. And also that tells me more about the individual that dislikes that. If you dislike hearing about somebody's education, then generally you probably are um, feeling uh, inadequate about your own education. And that's the only reason to uh, shit on anybody else's education. You see so many people like, oh, college is a bullshit. College is a waste of time. Yeah. Oh, did you get a good job from college? Huh? How much money are you making from college? But something like me, I wrote a book about going to school, about going to college. It's called Gonzo Education. And it's about how I drop out of high school. And then um, at the beginning of the book, and at the end of the book, over a 15-year period, I receive, receive a Bachelor's of Journalism from the University of Texas, which I am very proud of. I didn't go to school to get some special cushy journalism job. I didn't go to school uh, to meet chicks. I didn't go to school to socialize. I went to school to improve my writing skills, in particular, my nonfiction writing skills. And that's what journalism is. It's storytelling. It's nonfiction writing. And that's all I do. I don't watch fiction. I don't read fiction. And I don't write fiction. Everything I do is nonfiction. So according to Wikipedia, a Bachelor of Journalism, BJ, degree is a degree awarded at some universities to students who have studied journalism in a three or four year undergraduate program. In the United States, some schools that do not award BJ degrees instead confer a Bachelor's of Arts Journalism or a Bachelor's of Arts in Journalism of Mass Communication. That is often part or in conjunction with a course of study in mass communication. So the majority of journalists, journalists that you see on TV and on the radio, sports journalists, news journalists, they don't have a bachelor's of journalism degree because there are only 20 schools in the United States that give bachelor's of journalism degrees. 
The majority of them have bachelor's of arts degrees with a specialization in journalism. The top journalism school in the United States is usually considered the University of Missouri School of Journalism. So in the United States, we mentioned the University of Texas where I went to school, the University of uh, Missouri is the a premier journalism school. And in the United States, I can see about 25 schools that um, are, are that give out the that give BJs. You can get a BJ at any school, but these are special BJs where they sign on out on a piece of paper and give it to you on your last day. So in the United States, schools that give out bachelors of journalism are Arizona State, Drake University, Kennesaw State, Temple University, Northwestern, NYU, University of Maryland, Ohio University, University of Colorado and Boulder, um, Columbia University, University of Florida, Florida International University, University of Georgia, University of Kansas, University of Missouri, University of Minnesota, University of Montana, University of Nebraska, University of North Carolina, University of Texas, Hook'em Horns, West Virginia, California State, University of North Texas, University of Montana, University of Mississippi, University of South Carolina, Suffolk University, and Stony Brook Universities. And these schools, um, with the exception of Columbia, I think, are all public universities. And the reason being is because journalism is a public sphere. It's a, um, it's not for, uh, you know, uh, the, the, you know, the First Amendment is clear that everybody has the freedom of speech. So I think it's fitting that the top journalism schools in the United States, at least, um, are all public universities, with the exception of a few. Speaking of which, the University of Texas, unlike any other school on this list, is not only a premier journalism school, it's also known as a public Ivy League school. Now, everybody knows the Ivy League schools, right? The last 12 presidents, with the exception of a big orange, uh, the last 12 presidents have either graduated from Harvard or Yale. So we have Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Columbia, which is the only Ivy League school that gives out bachelors of journalism. Um, some uh, uh, Dartmouth, you know, the, the snobby schools that you always hear about, you know, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, uh, Columbia, Dartmouth, uh, you know, those schools, they're private universities. However, what they consider a public Ivy League school is it's not an official Ivy League school. It's not a Harvard or Yale, but a public Ivy is an informal term to refer to public colleges and universities in the United States that are perceived to provide a collegiate experience on the level of Ivy League universities. There is no trademark for the term, and the list of schools associated with this classification have changed over time. The term was first coined in 1985 by Yale University Richard Mole, who published a guide to America's best universities and undergraduate programs. Debates about public ivies have centered on whether state budgetary cuts are undermining their future, whether raising tuition at public ivies had gentrified the school, whether states should be subsidizing higher education in the first place, whether graduates of public Ivies are able to pay back student loans as quickly as their Ivy League counterparts, probably not, and whether out-of-state tuition is too high. 
Well, um, as far as uh, white um, Ivy League stools to students, they, I saw a study recent about Harvard, and the uh, it's like it was like eighty or ninety percent of the Caucasian students at Harvard are legacy students, meaning that their parents went to school there. Uh, they have af athletes that are related to them went to school there. Um, they have some sort of connection. Uh, their uh, a family member is a large donor, and 80, 90% of the majority of them all got in because of nepotism, because of connections. And that's really sad. Somebody like myself, who legitimately is self-made. My mother was a schizophrenic. My father was a sociopathic asshole. He put me and my twin brother in a closet growing up. He gave us 25 cents a day for lunch. Been living on my own since I was 16 years old. Um, you know, I didn't get a single penny or a single congratulations or a single... You can do it when I was going to school. It was all on my own. So seeing some people that have it so easy, it's just like, that's fine. You know, if I've had children, I'd want them to have it easier than I did. Uh, but don't talk down on me. And in my book, Gonzo Education, I, I go over how the majority of the students were wealthy from privileged backgrounds and how a lot of them did not like me and acted like I was, you know, raised in a trailer park of meth, you know. When my father's actually a college professor and you know, everybody in my family received degrees as well. So uh, as far as a public Ivy League school, um, I'm really proud that University of Texas is a public Ivy League school. But I'm also proud that uh, we have a great football team and a great basketball team. And a lot of famous directors came from the University of Texas. There's no other school that I would want to be go to that I would want to go to or that would I would be proud of. Oh, what, Mr. G, didn't you say you talked a bunch of smack in your book? Yes, I do talk about students and faculty that gave me a hard time in my book, Gonzo Education. But I do also talk about the uh, university's wonderful library system. I talk about how they have the largest record collection of any university in the United States. I talk about how their uh, campus buildings are beautiful. I talk about how uh, the drag in Austin and Hyde Park has its own personality. So I don't just like slam the University of Texas. And I am and I did have some really great teachers there, too. I had a great uh, literature professor, the only literature class I've ever, I ever had. Um, I had a great math professor that taught me calculus. I, despite not even attending, having any math in high school, I somehow passed college algebra and college calculus because I had such a great teacher. Uh, so I don't just slam the school completely. So let's get to the list. These are the public Ivy League schools in the United States. List first published in 1985. All right, College of William and Mary. I didn't know that was a public school. Miami University in Ohio, very good school. University of California, and that applies to Berkeley, Los Angeles. So let's just say the University of California, Berkeley. That's basically the only public Ivy League school. In recent years, the other University of California systems were like, eh, we're good too. But no, no, no. Everybody knows Berkeley. It's like, I went to Berkeley. Everybody's like, oh, you must be smart. It's not like, I went to UCLA. Oh, oh you must be smart. Well, kind of, but USC is smarter, right? And that's a private school. So another uh, public, public Ivy League school, University of Michigan, University of North Carolina. So University of Texas, University of Michigan, University of North Carolina, they're all highly accredited in academics, but they're also great football teams, great basketball teams, have a uh, extreme large uh, fan base. 
University of Texas, University of Vermont, a small school. I did not know that. Uh, you know, let's get University of Vermont, a Division One football team, and then University of Virginia as well. Now, the runner-ups for public Ivy League schools. So these schools aren't as good as University of Texas. They aren't as good as University of Michigan. They aren't as good as University of North Carolina. But they're, they're notable mention. And we have University of Colorado, Boulder, uh, the Georgia Institute of Technology in Atlanta, University of Illinois, Champaign, New College of Florida, Pennsylvania State University, University of Pittsburgh, State University of New York, University of Washington, great campus, great football stadium, University of Washington. They probably have the best football stadium. There's a game between uh, the Longhorns at the University of Washington in 2028. I'm going to that game. And then uh, University of, of Wisconsin. Notable updates. So like I said, the, it does change over time. Uh, here they have it, uh, you know, in uh, Western so the best schools in the West, University of Arizona, University of California, Berkeley, UCLA. And um, let's see, in University of Washington, Seattle. Southern, this, the, the top schools in the South, University of Florida, University of Georgia, University of North Carolina, and University of Texas. Those are also the top uh, basketball and football teams of the South. And uh, the best school to go to is the University of Texas, though, because like we're going to do right here, I'm going to tell you the top 100, what they say is the most famous 100 people that uh, are University of Texas alumni. Now, I glanced at this list and I saw Kevin Durant as number three. Uh, Kevin Durant only went to the University of Texas one year. I went to school the same year that he went to school there. I mentioned uh, meeting Kevin Durant in my book here. Uh, but he didn't actually graduate from the University of Texas unless he went back, which is a possibility too, and you know considered his continued his education, which they totally encourage athletes to do at the University of Texas. Uh, a good friend of mine, while I was at school at UT, Chris Clack, uh, was one of the first All Americans that went to the University of Texas. But when I met him, he was uh, in his late twenties, almost thirty. He had played overseas in Italy for a few years. And he had come back to Austin just to, uh, you know, finish his degree, which he did. But the only other school that I can think of that you have so many notable people that went to school there is maybe USC or UCLA. But then it's it's not even as big. And those schools were popular, you know, back in the day. Those schools were popular. I mean, uh, University of Texas has a much longer history than any school in California. University of Texas was a, a top school uh, from its inception in the 1890s. All right, so we're going to do the top 100, all right? And we're going to start with 100. So the top 100 University of Texas graduates, number 100 is Tommy Toon. Born in 1939, he's 1984. He's known for theoretical director. I, I, by the way, before we start this list, this is the top 100 graduates, most known, most famous, most notable graduates from the University of Texas at Austin. Now, the reason I'm looking at this list is because I'm looking for my name. Where the hell am I? Huh? I'm Mr. G. Huh? 
I, I didn't even make it on that by the 100. What am I, 101? Seriously, uh, I'm not on the list yet, but there aren't many people like that are that graduated in my same year or younger than me on the list. There are a few like there are a few, you know, successful actors and this and that. Uh, but screw them. huh? I'm a late bloomer. All right. Give me a shot. <laughs> no, but I plan on being on this list. Hey, you never know. I might be on this list one day. OK, tough. I, I mean, I got the first part. I graduated from there, so. They can't take that away. Whether you like it or not, I'm part of your community, UT. All right, so number 100, Tommy Toon. He was born in the United States. He's age 84. Um, Thomas James Toon is an American actor, dancer, singer, director, producer, and choreographer. Over the course of his career, he has won 10 Tony Awards and the National Medal of Arts. So he's a uh, playwright, but he's in his 80s now. Number nine, Kay Bailey Hutchinson, born 1943, age 80. Kay Bailey Hutchinson is an American attorney, television correspondent, political diplomat, and was the 22nd United States permanent representative to NATO from 2017 to 2021. Number 98, Todd Lowe. Todd Lowe is an American actor. He is best known for his role as Telly Bellafure, a PTSD suffering Iraq war veteran who works as a short order cook at Merlot's Bar and Grill on HBO's True Blood. All right. Number 97, DJ Augustine. Daryl Gerard, DJ Augustine Jr. is an American professional basketball player for the Houston Rockets. Wow, he's still playing DJ Augustine. He's age 36. He's had a long NBA career. I know our paths crossed at some time or another, uh, but I uh, I can't tell you off the uh, top of my head like any stories about him. But a couple of these people, uh, basketball players in particular, I can. All right. So DJ Augustine, you made it in at night at ninety seven. At number ninety six, we have Samuel Talaferro Rayburn. Uh, he, age seventy nine, graduated with Juris Doctor. It says I don't know who the heck he is. It says nothing about him. I don't know why he's on the list. <laughs> he knows somebody. Number 95, Christopher Rich. What a name. Age 70. Film producer, actor, film actor, television actor. Christopher Rich Wilson is an American actor best known for his roles on Murphy Brown, Reba, and Boston Legal. Oh, okay. I remember Christopher Rich on that show Reba. He was like that nice guy that looks like he liked cats. Number 94, Barbara Berry. Barbara Berry is an American Actress and author. If you saw her, you know what she looks like. Age 92 from 1931. Barbara Berry made the top 100 University of Texas graduates. Number 93, James Langford. Graduated in 1990 with a Bachelor's of Science. He's a politician and a director. James Paul Langford is an American politician serving as a senior United States senator from Oklahoma, a seat he has held since 2015. A member of the Republican Party, he represented Oklahoma's 5th Congressional District. All right, Julie Cipher, film director, age 59. Julie Cipher is an American film director best known for being the former partner of musician Melissa Etheridge and former spouse of Lou Diamond Phillips. All right, so she's had some famous uh, girlfriends and boyfriends. 
That's how she made the list, huh? She's she's a, a top dater. All right, so she's 92. 91, James P. Allison, graduated with a doctorate in biology, graduated with a Bachelor of Science in microbiology. Normally, where you get your bachelor's degree, you don't also study your doctorate degrees, but apparently he did. Uh, James Patrick Allison is an American immunologist and Nobel laureate who holds the position of professor and chair of immune immunology um, and executive director of immunotherapy. Okay, good for you. All right, number 90, Ilaf. It gets interesting. Where the <laughs> these people, I don't know how they made this. Number 90, Ilaf Pregoni. Viscount Ilaf Romanovich Pregoni was a Belgian physical chemist of Russian Jewish origin, noticed for his work on dissipative structures, complex systems, and irreversibility. Number 89, Paul Washer. Paul David Washer is American Protestant Christian evangelist. Evangelicus with a Calvinist theology affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention. Number 88, Valerie Mahaffey, age 70. Valerie Mahaffey is an American character actress and producer. She began her career starring in the NBC daytime soap opera, The Doctors, and for which in 1980, she was nominated for a daytime Emmy. Okay, Valerie, I'm coming for your spot here. You were nominated for a daytime Emmy on a soap opera that aired for three years. I can beat that. All right. <laughs> That's not swinging for the fences. All right. She was a fucking nominee for a daytime Emmy for a soap opera called Doctors in 1980. I'm coming for your spot. Number 88, Valerie. All right. Who else we got? Number 87. John Owen Brenham. Uh, in 1980, graduated with a Master of Arts, John Owen Brennan is a former American intelligence officer who served as director of the CIA from 2013 to 2017. Okay, good for you, director of the CIA. Number 86, Jared Allen. Uh, he's a current NBA basketball player. Jared Allen is a professional basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He played in the Longhorns and was drafted in the first round. Uh, number 85, Fernando Balonde Terry, born in Peru. Uh, Terry was a Peruvian politician who twice served as president of Peru. Okay, so he went to school at where I went to school. Hottie Dottie. Number 84, Bernie Burns. What a name. Michael Justin Bernie Burns is an American writer, actor, producer. He really had to change his name to Bernie Burns, age 50. Bro, you suck. I'm sorry, Bernie Burns. I don't know you, but if your real name is Michael Justin Burns... But you're just Bernie Burns, and you're an American writer, actor, producer, comedian, host, and director. Like, oh my God. Like, and you're 50, and nobody knows who the fuck you are. I'm not saying people know who the fuck I am, but at least I'm real about it. I'm not coming here. I'm an actor, a director, a comedian, a producer. Like, no, no, no. You know fucking people is what you are. You know people. You have connections. Your mommy and daddy give you money, and they have since you were born. You're well off. You're not raw. Your fucking apartment's clean. You don't have fucking cats running around. You don't walk the streets with a fucking pepper ball gun protecting street cats from evil criminals and wild dogs. You don't do that shit, Bernie Burns. I'm sorry, all right? I'm Mr. Fucking G. I'm coming for you, Bernie. I'm coming for your spot, at least. 
All right. Okay. Okay, Mr. G. Okay, okay. Number 83, Marilyn Burns. Maybe Marilyn is, is, is Bernie Burns' mom. Marilyn Burns is an American actress. Burns was known for playing Sally in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which established her as a scream queen. Oh, my God. And she's number 83. This is making me feel horrible about myself. I, I've, I've accomplished nothing. All right. These fucking 83. She's a fucking victim in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, God damn, buy my fucking book. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, just look at the fucking reviews. Everybody that has read it gave it five stars. And then there's a dozen fake reviews that give it one star. Like, God damn, I'm sorry, Marilyn Burns. I'm sure you're a great person, but you made the list of top 100 UT graduates and all you did was fucking scream in a horror movie? Like, God damn. Number 82, Rachel Lindsay, another American media personality and attorney. She is best known for her role as a contestant on the 21st season of The Bachelor. Okay. Linda Bird Johnson Robb. Linda Bird Johnson Robb is the eldest daughter of the 36th president, Lyndon B. Johnson, and former First Lady LBJ. She served as a chairwoman of the board of Reading is Fundamental. Oh, she had famous parents. Hmm. Wow, she must be great. Number eight, Alan B. Apparently, he's an astronaut. Shows a picture of him on the moon. Alan Laverne B. was an American naval, uh, naval officer and aviator, aeronautical engineer, test pilot, NASA astronaut, and painter. He was selected to become an astronaut in 1963, and uh, apparently he went to the moon. All right, number 79, C. Wright Mills. Charles Wright Mills was an American sociologist, professor of sociology at Columbia University from 1946 until his death in 1962. Mills published widely in both popular and intellectual journals. All right, so he was 79. 78 is Dana Powell, age 50. Dana Powell, also known as Dana Powell McCormick, is an American financial executive philanthropist. I should ask her for some money. And political advisor, best known for having been the United States Deputy National Security Advisor. Number 77, Richard Garrett. Sounds familiar. Richard Allen Garrett de Quo is an American video game developer, entrepreneur, and private astronaut. Although both his parents were American, he maintained dual British and American citizenship by birth. Richard Garrett, you go, mate. Number 76, John B. Goodenough. He ain't good enough. John Bannister Goodenough is an American materials scientist, a solid-state physicist, and a Nobel Lord in chemistry. He is professor of mechanical materials science and electrical engineering. Eh, he still ain't good enough. No, I'm good enough. Literally, I'm John B. Goodenough. Ah, oh, all right. Number 75, Rob Thomas, and not the lead singer of Matchbox 20. Rob Thomas, born 1965. Robert James Thomas is an American author, producer, director, and screenwriter. He credited the series Veronica Mars and co-developed 90210 2008-2013. Okay, Rob Thomas. So he went to the University of Texas and he made Veronica Mars and the new 90210. Number 74, Daniel Gibson, uh, also known as Mooby, former professional basketball player, played with LeBron James. I remember Daniel Gibson movie got in a big argument with LeBron James because I think Daniel Gibson said he was like going to be MVP. And then LeBron James like laughed at him and mocked him. And then the next year he was out of the NBA. 
But hey, you have to believe in yourself. And if you make it that far to be a professional basketball player, you believe that you're the best player in the league. All right, number 73, Ramsey Clark. William Ramsey Clark was an American lawyer, activist, and federal government official, a progressive new frontier liberal. He occupied senior positions in the United States Department of Justice. All right, Ramsey Clark, age 94. Next one. The, all the young people on here, they're all athletes. So everybody that's in their 30s, we haven't found one person in their 20s. Number 72, Corey Joseph, age 32, born in Canada. Corey Joseph is a Canadian professional basketball player for the Detroit Pistons of the National Basketball Association. He plays the point guard position and is also the captain of the Canadian national team. I have met Corey Joseph, um, hanging out with my friend Chris Clack. Uh, he was there and he didn't say anything to me. I don't know if he was like, maybe we were burning some plant, but he just kept looking at me and laughing like, it was funny, like I was the only Caucasian guy with a bunch of, uh, you know, dudes. And uh, I guess it was kind of funny, you know, but he drove the most worn out bucket car all around the University of Texas. Corey Joseph, NBA players are the highest paid profession in the United States. He does not drive that clunky car anymore. Corey Joseph, I'm sure you have a much better ride than you did when you were on the 40 acres. Number 71, Marquise Goodwin, football player age 33. Marquise Daryl Goodwin is an American wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. He is also an Olympian in the long jump and track and field. Number 70, Biana Goldrega. Biana Goldrega, born 1978, is a Moldova-born American journalist and news anchor who is currently serving as senior global affairs analyst at CNN. So she's a producer at CNN, Biana Goldrega number 70. Like I said, the University of Texas is one of the top broadcast journalism schools. So I've been doing this podcast 20 days, 20 episodes, uh, but I'm not an amateur. I am an amateur, but I know what I'm doing. I've studied media. Um, when I, I received a degree in print journalism, but I did take broadcast journalism classes. And there were a couple professors, Eileen in particular, who suggested that I get into broadcast journalism. She's like, you have a great voice. You're great at speaking. Um, have you ever thought about broadcast journalism? But it was just so uh, clicky at the University of Texas, and I was already in the print journalism program. So I just decided to take broadcast journalism classes. They wouldn't have, they didn't necessarily count towards my degree. But I learned a lot in them, and I'm happy that I did. Number 69, Gunnar Hansen. Uh, Gunnar Milton Hansen was an Icelandic-born American. Let's see if we know anything else. Number 68, Ryan Piers Williams. Ryan Piers Williams is an American actor, director, and writer. He's age 42. So he's a year younger than me. Number 67, Tex Ritter. Famous actor, I believe. Tex Ritter was a pioneer of American country music, a popular singer and actor, actor from the mid-1930s into the 1960s. Oh, okay. And the uh, patriarch of the Ritter acting family. So John Ritter's dad, Tex Ritter, uh, was a University of Texas student. I didn't know that. Number 66, Noel Wells. Noel Wells is an American actress, comedian, impressionist. She's 37, writer, director, and musician. Wells is known for her television roles as Rachel Silva in the Netflix comedy drama Master of None. Number 69, Ashley Kavanaugh. 
Ashley Kavanaugh is an American public official and former political aide. Since 2004, she has been the wife of Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, Brett Kavanaugh. So uh, Brett Kavanaugh's wife went to the University of Texas. Number 59, Pat Hangel. Martin Pastor Hingle was an American character actor. He's age 85. If you saw his face, you'd recognize him. Number 58, Fess Parker, age 86. Fess Parker was an American film and television actor best known for his portrayals of the characters in Walt Disney television miniseries Davy Crockett, 1954. Number 57, Robert Rosenberg. Robert Rosenberg was an American painter and graphic artist whose early works anticipated the pop art movement. Rosenberg is well known for the Combines, 1954 to 1964, a group art project. He's 83 now. Number 56, J. Duplass, age 50. Sounds familiar. Uh, Lawrence J. Duplass is an American filmmaker, actor, and author. Widely known for his films, The Puffy Chair, Cyrus, and Jeff, who lives at home, 2011. Okay, so he's a filmmaker. I've heard about him. He's a, a you know accredited filmmaker. All right, next up, number 58, Edska Dijkstra. Edska Dijkstra was a Dutch computer scientist, programmer, software engineer, and systems analyst. He received the 1972 Turing Award. All right, number 54, Ann Richards, former governor of Texas when I was a kid. Dorothy Ann Richards was an American politician who served as the 45th governor of Texas from 1991 to 1995. A Democrat, she first came to national attention as the Texas state treasurer. Number 53, Taya Sikar, age 41, is an actress best known for his role, her role as real Eleanor Vicky in The Good Place. She was also provided the voice for Sabrina Reen in Disney Star Wars Rebels. Uh, number 52, Mitch Paligi. Mitch Paligi is an American actor. He played Horace Pinker in Shocker, Walter Skinner on The X-Files, Colonel Stephen Caldwell on Stargate, and Ernest Darby in Sons of Anarchy. So they have like a lot of uh, smaller town players. Number 51, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley <clears throat> is an American basketball player who last played for the Los Angeles Lakers. I, I had something to do with Avery Bradley once. I get Avery Bradley and that other guy mixed up. One of them I met uh, smoking weed, and the other one I met at a chicken place. Number 50, J.M. Cotes. John Maxwell Cotes, OMG, is a South African and Australian knowledgeist, essayist, linguist, and translator. He's age 83. Number 49, Mary Lou Retton. Mary Lou Redden is an American retired gymnast. Everybody knows Mary Lou Redden if you were alive in the 80s. At the 1984 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles, she won a gold medal in the individual all-around competition, as well as two silver medals and two bronze medals. Uh, Mary Lou Redden, a University of Texas graduate, um, very well known. We've gone through 50 of the 100, so uh, we're going to do a few more here. I'll tell you a story about this uh, next one after this. Uh, number 48, John Hillerman. John Benedict Hillerman was an American actor best known for his starring roles as Jonathan Quayle Higgins on the television series Magnum P.I. that aired from 1980 to 1988. Oh, interesting. I, I recognize his face. He was on Magnum P.I. He was, he was the second character, Magnum's boss, but he had like a thin mustache. I did not know he was a University of Texas graduate. And hey, it's a connection because Magnum P.I., was filmed here in Hawaii, just like the new Magnum P.I. is filmed in Hawaii.
All right, number 47, P.J. Tucker. Anthony Leon P.J. Tucker is an American professional basketball player for the Philadelphia 76ers of the NBA. Uh, he played college basketball at the University of Texas. Now, when he was starting at the University of Texas, I was just leaving the University of Texas. I had already graduated, actually, when I ran it, when I met him, you could say. I, no, I didn't actually meet him. Uh, I, I was leaving the library in 2011, and I was catching a bus. And the University of Texas, they have these UT Longhorn buses that take students all around the uh, city of Austin. And you don't have to pay. You just show them your ID, or you don't even need to do that sometimes. And all the buses come in this one area where in front of the football stadium and they all park there and they all leave there. And so that's where you catch every bus. And so one day in 2011, I was still using the University of Texas library and their Wi-Fi. And I had to catch a bus and I was walking on one side of the street and PJ Tucker, who's a great basketball player, but does have a chip on his shoulder and does get into ruckuses here and there. All right, so I was walking on one side of the street going one direction, and P.J. Tucker was walking on the same side of the street going in the opposite direction. And then I saw the bus that I needed on the opposite side of the street because there's buses on both sides of this huge, like, wide-ass street, right? And so I had to catch that bus. So I was walking towards P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker was walking towards me, and I had to catch that bus. And so I just, like, looked at him for a second, like, oh, there's that basketball player. And then... I, I, I knew who he was, but I didn't uh, know anything, but I had to catch that bus. So he was walking towards me and I was walking towards him. And once we got about six feet, I just had to cross the street to catch that bus. So I crossed the street and I started going to the bus. And then PJ Tucker just got so mad. He just like looked at me like he stopped in his tracks. And then he put his arms on his hips and he turned around and looked at me and just started shaking his head like, like like you like like I crossed the street because he's black or something like oh black or what but we're on the UT campus we're in the right by the football stadium in broad daylight I had nothing to do with that at all I literally needed to catch that bus but I guess the way that it looked like it like he was walking towards me and I was walking towards him so it looked like I could have been like oh black person and then like run across the street but no it wasn't like that I knew who he was I'm friends with the best some of the members of that were on the basketball team. I, 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 it wasn't like that. I didn't know him and he didn't know me, but the way that he thought, and then I was over there and I was just like, man, I, I was trying to point the bus. I got to get this bus, man. I got to get this bus here. Come on. Nothing to do with you, PJ. Come on, chill. All right, chill. But yeah. And that's my story about PJ Tucker. So those were 50 of the top hundred graduates from the university of Texas on tomorrow's podcast. We'll continue with the top 50 graduates from the university of Texas and we'll also get into UCLA, the top most famous people to ever go to UCLA and the most famous people to ever go to USC. Uh, one reason why I love the NCAA college basketball tournament, because I love universities. I love talking about schools and education. I love smaller schools. I love liberal schools. I love big state schools. I love private schools. I love the whole idea of education. I wake up every day in this world and I strive and thrive to, to to for knowledge and i just crave knowledge and some days i'll just spend hours on wikipedia just reading and reading and i love learning and i love teaching as well the best teachers love to learn and they love to share that experience with others that's why in this podcast it's not about basketball and you don't have to like basketball to listen to it but i will talk about basketball and you will find interesting 
portion interesting things about it i will make it interesting for you um thank you all for listening uh for all my new listeners out you're in early the mr g podcast is available at apple Podcasts is the best place but you can also get it on spotify podcast google podcast amazon podcast iHeartRadio podcast and full episodes of the mr g podcast are uploaded in their entirety on twitter and youtube thank you all for listening and uh everybody have a great saturday a great sunday go heat game two tonight we'll talk about the uh uh finals tomorrow game, uh, miami heat eight and a half point underdogs bet on the money line they're gonna win maybe nah bet with your head not with your heart everybody have a great day aloha